This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, episode 48, recorded July 16th, 2006. Welcome to TF Wire. It's the finger holes, Ultra Magnus. We shall call you New Soundwave. It pays to get Transformers because you get girls. This is Matrix Prime. I was 64. This is Matt Spader. This is Curious Saying Transformer. Chill out. Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime, and on this week's show, I am joined by Curious. A <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and Spada. I hate you, Curious. <laughs> So, Are you going to uh, explain it again here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Curious, why don't you explain? Well, uh, me and Jesse, without Awa here, because he's at um, some sort of anime convention this week, uh, me and Jesse were fretting when we just couldn't find Spader anywhere, uh, and we, we tried all avenues to try and contact him until I, I finally called all the way from England, <laughs> only to find him asleep, having had a <laughs> five hours at work. <laughs> Dude, that was after a 13-hour work day on Friday. It's wow. 1 o'clock in the morning at the moment in England, so if anyone's got an excuse to be tired, it's me. And I have to be in to work at 4 tomorrow because, oh, our wonderful contractors are having a meeting and they need help. Well, I've got a job interview tomorrow, so let, let's just get on with the podcast and then we can all have a nice night's sleep and get, you know, calm down and less crabby and grumpy, Okay. Sounds good. So on to the news? Sure. On to the news. <laughs> okay, our first news story. Reissue 20th Prime Images Surface. In the latest issue of Toy Fair Magazine, scanned by S250 of T- the TFW boards, we get a sneak peek at the upcoming figure. In another post on actoys.net, Blue Rain Girl has posted three more images of the figure. These new images show the figure in both modes, but best of all, they also show the changes made from the previous release. It appears that the figure will have new yellow paint applications applied to the head, and the gun will be repainted blue with silver and yellow highlights. Gone are the battle-damaged paint applications, and the figure is shown with long smokestacks. The electronic base is also shown and will include lines ripped straight from the 1986 animated movie. Comments? Okay, can I be the f- first to ask, why have they made the gun blue? You know, after all <laughs> the kind of faff of, you know... Oh, the gun's grey. Oh, oh, you can get this version with the gun's black. It's like the people, you know, decided that Hasbro, well, he caused so much uproar colouring the gun wrong last time. Let's do it again! In blue! They're, they smi- to- they're smiting everybody. There had to be some incentive of buying the figure again. <laughs> I, I, apparently the base <laughs> wasn't good enough. I like the repaint. Could have given us a trader like the Japanese release and everybody <laughs> would have been happy then. Oh. And charged $100? Oh. <laughs> if it was like thirty bucks, okay, I could, I would buy it at thirty bucks. Sixty, that's kind of pushing it. Hundred, uh, no. And now that we have this electronic base, do you think the figure, the price is going to go up, um, over the previous release? Probably. Well, wasn't the other one fifty dollars? I thought it was more. I thought it was like sixty-four. Nah, it wasn't that much. At least not here. I could have sworn it was like 50, 60 or $65. Nah, I think it was forty nine ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> I could be wrong. 
to anyone who remembers way back when, let us know. <laughs> back when it was the 20th anniversary, yep. <laughs> <laughs> back in the land beyond beyond. So Dude. this would be the 22nd anniversary? Well, they're getting away with it by saying it's the 20th anniversary of the actual movie, which was released in 1986. True. Which ties in nicely with the fact it's got um, quotes from the movie in the base, but... I suppose. What, what do you think of the long stacks? Do you think those are going to stick? I hope so. I really do. I really hope so. Um, good luck trying to get past the... What is the... that? Is it the FDA that does toy safety? Uh, Food and Drug Administration? I don't know. I'm just throwing <laughs> names out here. Whatever, like, consumer group does toy safety investigation, they got rid of the pipes because they were like, oh, a baby, a little child could poke its eye out. Um, I don't know how many kids are going to be playing with a figure representative of something from 1986. Oh, I thought they just um, cut the pipes because the original Optimus Prime had cut pipes as well, and they wanted to make it match up. I thought it was for safety. Uh, it was for I thought safety. it was just for nostalgia. Oh, okay. For nostalgia? Yeah. The I'm original right, you know. The original had full stacks. Did it? Yeah. Well, my reissue... Well, the reissue didn't. Because of the same reason. Safety. Yeah. I never knew. And now you know. And learning's half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. this podcast. <laughs> next story, next story. Uh, next story, the Transformers movie Optimus Prime revealed. In a post on Ain't It Cool News, the first image of Optimus Prime's vehicle mode was reportedly revealed. While the image was taken down at the studio's request, it can still be found on a few Transformer websites. The image shows a dark blue, Peterbilt, long-nosed semi-truck with orange flames. Some people thought it may just be a fake image, but in a post on Michael Bay's forum, it was revealed that the long-nosed truck is being used because the robot mode would end up being 40 to 50 foot tall, and that is... Ah, da, da, da. And that there is a context. A context. In inverted commas there, we're not quite sure what that means, for why the truck has flames. So, does anybody else here think that this doesn't really look like Optimus Prime, but in fact looks like Energon Rodimus? With the I flames, especially with the flames. Uh, no. No? No. If this is really Optimus's uh, form, I have to wonder if he's going to transform like the one fan-made film, or fan-made short film that was done about a year or so ago. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one with the used car salesman. Exactly. The crazy yeah. used car salesman. And it transforms. And that w looked very much like a Peterbilt. It did? Yeah. Yep. yep. So. I don't know. I was, I was reading on the Allspark, and someone posted this. I don't remember who. They thought that maybe the image we saw was the truck that. Uh, Iron the no, that was the truck that the Ark scanned for a basis no, for the Prime figure. No, that could be an idea. I never thought of that. So maybe that's why the truck has flames on it. I don't know. Yeah, because in the same interview, he said that there's a lot more red in the vehicle. Yes. That, I think, is the most likely explanation. I hope that's the explanation, because I don't want to see Prime with orange flames. 40 to 50 foot tall bot. That's what, like, that's 
That's like five 40 story. to 50 feet tall. <laughs> yes, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> that's what, about four to five stories? Yes. That's big. I mean, that's really big. Well, they had to make it big uh, because it's got to interact with the Decepticons, who will all be much bigger. Except, except for um, Brawl. Brawl. Brawl uh, is going to be the police car. Yeah, but you can interact with the smaller Autobots, who are also cars. You know, the Autobots just don't have anything the size of what may be, or may not be, Megatron or Starscream. That's true. There's also that rumor of Soundwave or si- Soundbite being four and a half feet tall, so... And being on, like, Air Force One or something. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, the movie's still a little less than a year away, so... Here's hoping that, uh, we're still surprised by that. Hmm. I think we're done with this one. Oh, I was going to say one more thing. Oh, okay, go ahead. Michael Bay did say that he wanted to keep the uh, robot modes a secret. Yes, that's right, I I remember that. Oh, I saw a big stink being uh, kicked up on the AllSpark over that. People saying how it's ludicrous, how you kind of keep the central... um, Well, the core marketing property, the unique aspect of the film, just completely under wraps until you see the film. And I have to agree, just not showing anybody that they can effectively pull off uh, the fact that they can have a realistic-looking robot on the screen. Uh, if you don't show them that, then they won't come to see the film and won't believe it can be carried off. I have a feeling this is going for a, for a wow factor, and then it, if it's a really if it's a good film and it's a big wow factor, then word of mouth will bring people in. How are you going to advertise a film if you can't show them in robot mode? You know, if you see a photo of a kind of like person and a car, then you're not going to think, oh, Transformers a movie. <laughs> you're going to think, oh, it's Fast and the Furious number four. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, again. Hmm. Fast and the Furious. Ah. Oh, I should sell that idea to the studios. Well, I'm just hoping that we see more than a silhouette when we actually mm-hmm. see a, a full-fledged trailer. Well, aren't they doing some kind of special trailer this week at uh, the San Diego Comic-Con? I don't know. I'm not there. (laughs) It's going to be broadcast on G4. Oh, well, I don't like that network. Let me rephrase that. It'll show up on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) They killed my tech TV. Don't even get me started on that. No. Okay, so next topic. Yes, please. Okay, story number three, new images of Masterpiece Starscream. In a post on actoys.net, we get a better look at the latest prototype of Masterpiece Starscream. The images show off both modes, as well as the various panels along with the cockpit that open in jet mode. We also get a look at the included missile accessories, which are attached to the figure's stand. Masterpiece Starscream is due out in September. So the more and more I see of this figure, the more I'm really liking it. I just, I'm really, I'm going to get it, but the side skirt thing on his hips, I just, I hate that. I just can't stand that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan on that, but other than that, I really like the figure. Oh, I don't mind that. The only thing that I've got the problem with is the feet and the way they curve outwards at the bottom. Yeah, that's that's Looks like robot slippers. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. 
I think the older mode... Now, Awa did say that the in the older mode, the feet would be ridiculously heavy, which I can understand that, but it looked exactly like the first original episodes. Hmm. Eh, well, we, you know, we haven't, we haven't even seen the thing painted yet. It's yeah. all prototypes, so this might not be final. But it's due out in September. If they're still making revisions to the mold, then... Yeah, that, that makes... Yeah, they better be getting their ass in gear. <laughs> yeah, they... Well, this is Japan, and... <laughs> That's not me! That's not me! <laughs> That's my phone. I just threw the phone in the hallway, sorry. It's E.T. phoning home. No, it's uh, just a, a friend of mine who's giving me a call. <laughs> I'm kind of busy right now. Yeah, uh, Spader's phone number for anybody who's interested is... <laughs> no! Uh, 555! No! <laughs> no, you son of a bitch! Don't you even dare! <laughs> oh, I don't think you get any phone calls. <laughs> j j you know, Crazy Steve would do it, just to drive me crazy. <laughs> Alright, you were saying, Kyrus? I was saying, oh. Uh, um, I was saying that, um... They're in a bit of a sticky. Uh, that they're in a bit of a sticky situation here because the problem with the feet is on the original toy. Um, they don't look anything like the cartoon, and they're just completely hollow. But then and the original toys didn't look anything like the cartoon either. Yeah, but they can't copy the design from the original toy for inspiration to uh, sort their problem. Not that the masterpiece line so far has actually copied that much from the toys in terms of design <laughs> or the transformation sequence, but. Hmm. I see what you're saying, though. Story so, number four? <laughs> story number four. Okay, story number four. Alternators Mirage getting a repaint, at least in Japan. In news from the Tokyo Toy Show, and as reported by Allstalk... Allstalk? Allspark <laughs> member... Geo... Geo... Kaiser... Gao Kaiser. Gao Kaiser. Gao Kaiser. Alternators Mirage will be... I'm just fluffing up all of this pronunciation. <laughs> Alternators Mirage will be getting a repaint in Japan. The figure will be repainted as Hot Rodimus and will be part of the Kiss Play series. The, oh, I've got to, What's the name of the human companion? I just can't read that out. <laughs> where, uh, where is chow it? Chow Chow. Yeah, it, it's either Chow Chow or Xiao Xiao. I think it's Xiao Chow Chow. I think, I think it's Chow Chow. chow. <laughs> it sounds like a dog food. Anyway. Chow Chow. The figure will also include Chow Chow as his human companion <laughs> and will come packaged with a fishing pole. That the figure can hold. Yay. Have you guys seen the picture of the figure he's going to come with? Yes. I saw the drawing. Yeah, it, Is that what you're it, referring to? Yeah, the drawing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God, that is disturbing. I don't understand this Kiss Play series at all. I, I don't understand it either. Apparently, I the can't one... get past the name. <laughs> Kiss Play. The one what does it mean? I don't I want to, to play it in school, you know. Honestly, <laughs> I think this entire line, it started out as like, oh, well, here are two human characters that were in various Transformers series to all Lolita fans. Here are Transformers with Lolita figures. Buy them. Okay. Well, I can't argue with that. <laughs> what about the fishing pole? Good accessory? I think that's actually kind of a cool idea, because it, it comes with a giant fishing pole. 
And I remember being really young and seeing the movie in the theater for the first time going, that is one really big fishing pole. (laughs) (laughs) So do you like the idea of repainting Mirage as Hot Rod or Hot Rodimus? It works really well. Um, I think it's got a nice youthful streak to the character. Mm -hmm. And in vehicle mode, it just fits Hot Rod's previous rash cavalier vehicle mode, you know, the very sleek design. And when they first announced the... uh, G, the GT4 or yeah GT4 40 40 thank you uh, a lot of fan speculation was it was going to be hot rod that's what a lot of fans were guessing it would be now here's the question do you think we're going to get it here in the US maybe we might get the hot rod figure please don't give us the stupid lo- the little <laughs> girl is a wide release or a, to- or a store exclusive? I wouldn't be surprised if it appears on uh, Hasbro's toy shop. Oh, and speaking of alternators, don't it, um, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that uh, this on uh, July 20th, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Nemesis Prime will be available on Hasbro Toy Shop. And don't forget, UK listeners, that at the moment, uh, Alternators Optimus Prime is currently available from Argos for 19.99. And I still have yet to find the figure. Me too. Or Mirage. Yep. Well, I have a, <laughs> uh, I have a pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store, so hopefully in the next week or two it'll show up. Nice. I, I guess we're done with Kiss Play, yes? I, I, yep. I really wish they would just kill that line. <sighs> we have expressed our outrage. We can move on. Yes. Okay, our final news story. Titanium Jetfire and Thundercracker Protos hit eBay. In two separate auctions by WS Toys, we get our first look at the upcoming 6-inch versions of Titanium Jetfire and Thundercracker. The auctions include high-res images, high-res images of both modes as well as the figure stands, and as of this recording, both Jetfire's and Thundercracker's auction prices were setting at 21.50. It's unknown at this time when the actual release date of these figures will be. So wow. at least we're getting more six-inch versions. Yeah, but mm. man, those pict- those protos are ugly. <laughs> I mean, it's like Thundercracker is in his vehicle mode. He's in this just giant red blob. <laughs> One thing I noticed about the Jetfire, it seems to have lots of plastic and very little uh, actual metal. I noticed that as well. Now, that could just be the prototype itself. The prototype could... I'm, I'm willing to bet all his red parts are going to be die-cast. I'd yes. bet his white is all plastic. Yeah, who knows. Now, did you actually pick up any of these, uh, the three-inch versions here? No, no. Um, you just saw them in person? I can confirm I saw the three-inch titanium figures in person at my local Toys R Us. I gotta say, I really didn't like the look of them. I really didn't like them. They were just ugly. Especially the Sideswipe and the Optimus Primal figures. They were just really ugly. The paint apps weren't that good. I, I, I didn't like them. I just looked at them and I went, okay, four ninety nine for one of those, or I can buy these titanium or these um legend figures for three ninety nine. I'll get the legend figures. Now, do you know if the three-inch versions also have plastic on them, or are they all die-cast? No, I didn't. I didn't take. I didn't th- 
think to look for that. It was really hard to tell because I just didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they're actually released in my area, I'll pick one up and I'll let you know. Okay. If I see one that I if I see the Optimus, the actual Optimus Prime one, I didn't see that one. I think someone came by and bought it, but if I see that one, I'll get it and give a short review. Sounds good. Listener questions? Listener questions. Listener questions. First listener questions <laughs> comes from Chris. What are your general thoughts on the Marvel, Marvel UK, and Dreamwave comic series? Do you own any of these issues? Well, Jesse, you're not a comic man at all, are you? Uh, not really, but I do own some of the comics. It's IDW or Marvel? I own some of the old Marvel ones, and I own the first uh, uh, Dreamwave series. Uh, I own... Which I, I wasn't impressed by. Really? I really? own the... I own a couple of the Marvel US. I don't own any of the UK, but I have read some of them. And I own all of the Dreamwave comics that were released. Oh, well, I own a fair chunk of the Marvel UK from the first run round. I've got a couple of the uh, Titan collected reprints I've done, like Matrix Quest and Primal Scream. I've got every single Dreamwave comic, and I've been buying up the IDW things religiously. And as have I. But I I'm glad at the moment. I think the major difference between Dreamwave and IDW, uh, the obvious sort of art qualities aside, is that Dreamwave... <laughs> Oh, you look at the first issue of Transformers Infiltration, and the colouring is absolutely dire. And there's, there's no Puffy Prime. Well, no, is it, I, I'm a big fan of the Dreamwave style. It was kind of beautifully lavish. All the pages were rich in the detail and the textures and the colours and the shading. And it, you know, looking back through some of the Generation One ongoing things, you open them up and you got to a big splash page, and you just had to sit there and kind of weep silent tears of joy over seeing it. And, so and you, I, were, you, you were you were a fan of. Ah. You you were yep, a fan yep. of super. Ah! Yep. <laughs> you were a fan of Superstar's artwork then. Yes. I, I I like the well. I wasn't a kind of fan of Transformers being puffy, but the kind of whole <laughs> high production values that went into them. You know the level of detail that was fantastic. Uh, but in terms of storytelling, the main difference between IDW and Dreamwave is that Dreamwave just often disappeared so far up themselves with all their self-references and making in-jokes and throwing in the easter eggs that they just forgot to tell the story a lot of the time. Whereas IDW just takes the characters and rather saying, hey look, here's a reference to what happened in the original Marvel comic. It's a line of dialogue from the movie and a picture which is making a joke at an old cover. You know, uh, IDW just takes the characters and gets rid of all the old continuity and just starts fresh again. Something that Dreamwave never did. I like the fact that IDW gives them proportion, and you don't have giant feet. <laughs> that's the one. I I know that sounds really weird, but Bumblebee and um, Cliffjumper had the biggest feet I had ever seen on a Transformer. On the in the Dreamwave comics. Sorry, ranting and raving there. <laughs> Next question. Next question. This comes from. Monko's Toys? What other alternate universe lines <laughs> would you like to see beyond SFTW? 
Well, come on, the most obvious, G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've had the comics. I want, a, I want a Hiss Tank Prime. Other than that, I can't think of any real vehicle-heavy toy lines off the top of my head. G.I. Joe line would be absolutely fantastic, because you do want sometimes the smaller figures to interact with the Transformers to give mm-hmm. them a sense of sp- uh, scale and a greater play value. It's what I enjoyed about some of the later Action Master toys, like um, I had Action Master Prime that came in a truck. I just loved the way uh, that I could just have Prime running around in a truck and the truck transformed, or with some of the Micro Master bases that turned into vehicles. I loved having you know, smaller pilot figures for the larger vehicles, and that's what a Transformers G.I. Joe line could really play up. That could be their major strength. That that would be just completely awesome, hmm. because you've got all these three three and a half inch figures that already fit in decent sized vehicles. I mean, they'd probably be what a mega sized uh, toy. Yeah. Probably. Oh, what size would a his tank be? Uh. Um, his tank, I would say, would be. What's the thirty dollar figure? Um. Yeah, probably. That'd probably be it. Though with Hasbro, they'd probably stretch it and make it forty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can throw in a couple of Joes. Bigger a box. It's a bigger <laughs> box. There's more packaging. Exactly. <laughs> it comes with a thumb. Yeah. Uh, other than that, you know, instead of doing, well, Star Wars, we're already kind of doing, but. I'm not digging some of them. I, I have a, I'll have a video review of uh, Imperial Shuttle Emperor here coming soon, and yeah. can't wait. I'm sorry. I can't wait. <laughs> I was putting together a video review of General Grievous earlier today. Oh. Uh, still got to find all the pieces. <laughs> His legs keep falling off. Yes. Oh. Other than that, it. Maybe Ninja Turtles, but that's kind of... Those figures aren't exactly small, and their vehicles are huge. I can't even think of why you would want to pair Transformers and Power Rangers. Well, now uh, Hasbro have got the Marvel license. We could see a kind of beautiful crossover line with X-Men and Spider-Man, like the Megamorphs. Which I think has already been mentioned on TFWire many shows back. The Megamorphs are crap. (laughs) <laughs> yes, but they're not done by Hasbro with their Transformers team behind them. But if you sort of had a gigantic Spider-Man Transformer with, you know, Spider-Man riding around inside it, that'd be great. This is the, like the third, uh, second or third iteration of Marvel trying to do Transforming figures. I remember they tried it a few years ago and it was just ass. <laughs> was that the one that with the Punisher that turned into a gun? And all he did was like bend over <laughs> yeah. the Punisher figure and then stick yeah, a, and, uh, and stick a the, pipe uh, in his ass. <laughs> and then there was the um, Iron Man figure that became the Battle Axe Tomahawk. Oh yes, and the lizard figure that turned into a a giant tongue, a crocodile or something that wasn't a lizard. And then there was Hawkeye that turned into the ugliest bird I have ever seen. Anyway, I can't think of I literally can can't think of anything else other than Barbie. But I guess I don't so are, know. Aren't those dolls kind of big? Yeah, they they are kind of big. Like twelve inch GI Joe size. Yeah. Moving. Okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna <laughs> stop this train of thought before I go. Somewhere yes, we really we all agree that. on GI Joe. Yes, GI Joe, GI Joe, GI Joe. Uh, last question. Barbie. 
Have them with transforming accessories, you know. Shut <laughs> up. Coming. Uh, the transforming <laughs> dream house. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Turns uh. into Unicron. Unicron. <laughs> Actually, that would work. A giant pink house unicorn. Oh, okay. Anyway, next question. <laughs> this last question comes from Shum World. What is Shum your World. opinion Woo. of fan wanks? A oh, big shout out to Shum World because he's done some fantastic cartoons of all of us hosts, which uh, yes. brought a smile to my face this week. I, I, saw that on, I, I saw that on the top of the forums, and I immediately uh, PM'd Matrix, just going, "This is awesome!" <laughs> Even yes. though I look like I'm sucking my thumb. <laughs> if you want to see us in cartoon form, go to the TFWire forums. And Awa looks like some kind of sadistic Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the question. Fanwinks, we like saying it. We. Fanwink. Fanwink. <laughs> I don't know what what kind of fan wanks would he be referring to here. I what? I think he might just mean fan wanks in general. Well, I could be talking about well, uh, I said earlier the Dreamwave self references they made to all the old comic books and movies and sniffing lines of dialogue just for the. Well, I, I know I know they put in Easter show. eggs for different Transformer websites. That was kind of nice. Yeah, but like. Um, there's a panel in Transformers Generation 1 ongoing where they had Blitzwing transform and in, he was in front of a wall and the wall said, Are All Dead in the background, which is a reference to Transformers number 6 where Shockwave had uh, carved on the wall, Are All Dead. And so when you saw it on the cover it said, The Transformers Are All Dead. And so it's a little kind of like nod to the old cover. And... Oh, if you look, if you get the uh, collected trade paperbacks, they've got a section in the back, you know, explaining some of the more obvious references. Like, um, I have to look, where are they? Like, you know, background <laughs> cameo appearances from Defcon, and they just nick all the dialogue from the movie, and they've got like a scene where Starscream's wearing a crown, just like in the movie, and oh. I think that's what he means by fan wanks, just the kind of references to very old, obscure so dialogue. So then we could refer to Beast Wars and Beast Machines being the same. Similar, yeah, like um, like the part where they're trying to get into the Ark in season, the end of season two, Rat Trap says, "This bu- this ship wasn't built; it was poured." And Primal turns around and says, "Ah, diecast construction. It's a lost art." Yep. <laughs> or, or like they have the Optimus Prime statue on Cybertron in in Beast Machines. Or mm-hmm. the way they explain yeah. one of Megatron's viruses as being an old, uh, sorry, a new ver- version of the Hate Plague. Yep. Or uh or just Key to Vector Sigma. Key to Vector mm-hmm. Sigma. Or just the fact that Megatron had a rubber ducky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's really a fan wank, but that was just you know, you see him in the Energon tub and he's got a rubber ducky and you're just kinda like, wait, that was a rubber ducky. Maybe that was a reference to Sesame Street. It, I don't know, but in one of those scenes he it has a picture of a of a bookshelf behind him, and he's got a baseball on one of those bookshelves, I think. Either that or I'm completely for losing it. Just little... I have no problem with fan wanks as long as they're they're subtle, but you get it. It's the ones where, you know, you could just gloss over. Like the thing Kyrus was just talking about with Blitzwing. I don't even remember that. <laughs> and I have all those books. I don't remember that at all. 
but I do remember the stuff, some of the stuff in Beast Wars and Beast Machines. So I guess we all agree we like them, yes. We like, we like them, yes. In moderation. And we like in moderation, yes. That's a better. That's a better. We like them in moderation. But most of all, we just love seeing it. Fenwick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's all we got this week. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, I believe that's it. That's it. This is Matrix Prime signing off. This is Spada saying, see you guys soon, and uh, give me some comments back on the uh, video reviews. And we'll get some sleep. Yes. <laughs> and this is Curious saying, there is a context for why I'm saying goodbye. But you hang me out to try, you know.